What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you love all things guitar, then you're in the right place. And if you want even more guitar content, go and check out axesandblades.com. Ton of articles and good stuff on there. Plenty of pictures just to look at as well. If you can't be bothered reading any of the nonsense, if you've had enough guitar talk, plenty of pictures of amazing luthier-made small builder guitars and all that good stuff. And there's even more guitar content on Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever else you get your guitar content. I just had a weird thought today because I came across something really strange. It was a guitar review, which that's not strange because that that's something that people make. But it was a guitar review and I had to just kind of do a double take on where this guitar review was. I came across it on a feed of mine I was looking through and saw the picture for the guitar review. I was like, oh yeah, okay, those are out. It was for the new uh, American professional strats, like the professional twos, the the strat sequel. I think Fender's model naming has got a bit weird. Professional two, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Um, but anyway, the for the new Fender American professional two strats and yeah i just did a double take as to where this was it wasn't from premier guitar it wasn't guitar.com it wasn't any of these kinds of places it's from wired the whatever consumer tech technology technology magazine wired which i thought was extremely odd um and i thought wait have i been completely missing something today do gear reviews now in wired and I don't think so. I think from what I can tell from looking around on their site, maybe they were the odd thing, I, uh, but not that I could really find. This was it. For some reason, they've just decided to review the new Fender Professional 2 Strats. Really strange. Um, you know, it's in here in my articles about, you know, all sorts of tech things as you expect about different apps and so on um about you know different talking about google products and talking about i guess the more cross-section of tech and news as well as news specific tech you know how the business side of things are going and all these sorts of things that wide report on and then there's just this guitar review in here um which i thought was super super weird I read the review. I really enjoyed it. It was also cool because it being not in a in a guitar magazine, maybe this was just kind of like a a bit of a preconceived notion of mine, like a bit of a I'd kind of triggered myself to think this way. But um, because it's not in a guitar review anyway, this is how it seemed to me. Not in a guitar magazine, but it's a guitar review. It kind of felt a bit different. It kind of felt like the the things that it focused on were a bit different. It kind of felt like it came from a bit more like general audience perspective, not necessarily for like gear nerds. So it set it in a bit more context of the instrument. And because it stands out as a single guitar review on this site, not for guitar reviews, it felt like it had to set the place and set the context for it being here, which means it kind of set the relevance of the instrument in the current moment about like, hey, here's why you should care about this thing being reviewed. Here's why this is important so it kind of sets some history of the strat and things then in the when it went into depth on it it was great you know it talked about all the things that we would love as guitar players it went into all the detail um really interesting stuff going through the pickups which are really interesting on the new fender american professional twos you know it's tim shaw pickups but um to try and get 
better essentially balance and more of an even tone and volume across the different strings using slightly different alloys and and, and uh, well just any basically slightly differently um you know made pickups the way that the pickups are working across each string um so the way that the pickups are designed is that you get perfect balance across you know low e to high e um a better balanced overall sound by having a different magnetic alloy um, on each pole piece. So under each string, you got a slightly different thing going on, which basically means it's working with the thickness and the um, basically tuning of that string, the thickness and the tension on that string that it's going to have um, so that if, when it's vibrating in such a way, the way the pickup is picking that up, it's going to sound even and balanced across all six strings, which I thought was a really cool thing that this went into detail on. Talked about all the playability, talked about how it's, you know, a really good iteration of the Strat and, and even put it into the context of, yes, there's much cheaper guitars, but this is one for the the person seeking for an upgrade or seeking for an instrument kind of for life and that what this does even though there are fantastic instruments at low price points is to create something that's of a slightly higher longer lasting quality and so on and so on which was really cool so it did all the stuff you'd want to it it went into really really cool interesting details which would be which were all useful things to know as a guitar player but it did have this slight feel of being for not necessarily the straight up gear note audience which i thought was really interesting although who would be reading this right so maybe was still attracting you know with all the detail and stuff it's still going to be attracting that so that got me thinking well okay why did they do this why 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 put out a guitar review what's that about um who is it for? It's definitely got a bit of the Guillermo stuff in it, but it felt like it was for a wider audience. That interested me. The fact that it said it in a context and kind of the context of the moment of why this guitar was worth looking at, again, feels like it's aware of the fact that this is not going to be shown to an audience of just guitar people. It's for people reading Wired Magazine, people just in a tech or consumer tech or whatever they're there for. Um which is interesting, and the kind of history and laying out of it as well. So I have no idea why this has appeared, why this has been wired. The, the person who wrote it for Wired is a musician, as well as being interested in all the stuff they write about for Wired. They are a um, a jazz musician, I believe, as well. So, you know, obviously that makes sense for them being the reviewer of this to be able to do a good review of it. But, you know, so it's not crazy. It's in their wheelhouse, but that's their personal wheelhouse. Why would disappear on this site and be advertised because actually the reason it appeared in the feed of mine online was because it was a sponsored thing so this was something that wired magazine were not just putting out they were sponsoring it and pushing out to people and i presume were deliberately pushing out and targeted advertising were pushing it to people who go on guitar sites and do guitar site stuff and do guitar things which obviously i do even just putting out this podcast i would fall into that in the algorithm i would be algorithmically assigned and uh, all sorts of exciting nsa exciting back channel personal data farming blah 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 ways i'm sure however they build my profile up in whatever horrible ways i feel like i should know about but also kind of don't want to know about (laughs) they identify me as you know a guitar person and so i'm sure that's why i got pushed this so they're getting out to guitar people 
maybe wanting to draw in a new audience, expand their audience just just as a site. You know, hey, let's we we're going to be reviewing more music tech. Uh, so, you know, I don't know to what extent they've been doing it in the past, but the fact this was a targeted advertisement, not something I've ever seen. They're not known for doing guitar reviews or anything. I guess that suggests that maybe they want they could just be wanting to push more in that direction as a magazine, expand their audience, um, blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, um, I like I say, I know that they have some music stuff. I don't know to what extent it's really very popular or really been pushed. Um, I know that this year they have put out some music product reviews, so I feel like it maybe started just this year. So this could be part of pushing out, and, and it's um, in a quick look through the site. I saw that it's not just guitar stuff. There were a couple of other guitar things, um, very much for the general audience, um, more, or maybe more focused on the tech side. Like there's something about the Acoustasonic, which is focused that article is focused more on the digital system on board. Now that's technologically interesting, and that is there is a really interesting story behind how Fender developed um, that and the technology and the relation as to the Taylor technology and their stuff. This kind of um, essentially profiling the technology where it's kind of got an amp. Uh, well, sorry, like a mic acoustic, and uh, when you're rolling on the on the the tone control that's going between and blending between a sound of this kind of acoustic with this mic and a different acoustic with a different mic. And all of that digital technology is really interesting from a te- technological perspective. And so there's an article about that um, from Wired that I have seen. Um, and then there's stuff about, you know, different apps for music, like how to learn music. So very much for general audience, like stuff like that. Um, yeah, you know, more general audience stuff about like, oh, here's cool or from a technological perspective. So here's cool stuff like best ways to learn, best apps for learning to play guitar, best apps for learning music kind of thing. And then pure tech perspective, like the Acoustasonic one. That's kind of it. Um, I didn't, I have not found anything from Wired that is in a straight up like gear review such as this, straight up here's deep dive on guitar stuff as a guitarist on our playability and tonal options and stuff like that. And here's why it's great as a guitarist. Not seen anything like that from these guys. I know, like I say, I don't, have, I haven't got a deep dive of research on this, but from everything I've seen from them, there's been music based. Um, it's not been as focused on guitar and guitar players and a good straight up guitar review, as I said. But also, it's all come out recently. All the stuff that I've managed to see, so definitely could support the idea that they're wanting to expand the audience. But I wonder if the, that could be true. It could be obviously a mix of these ideas I have and I think that is partly true but I think that within that it's very interesting to look at the timing of it why now you know obviously if they're wanting to expand their audience that's could be to do with business could be to do with whatever maybe there's investors want to expand the audience to that see a growing market but there you go there's an interesting thing growing market and that's why I think the timing is actually interesting because beyond that I think why would you pick now what apart from whatever internal considerations or business considerations they personally have why would they pick the guitar market and I did wonder if this was um, a really positive sign to go along with all the like oh the guitar's back kind of articles that are out right now I'm not going to talk about it like that because I kind of agree with everyone else who's like yeah it never went away you know what I mean I think that's the right thing um the, its position in pop culture like evolves and changes and stuff but so does the entirety of culture and pop cultures and you know that's how it is and it's interesting to talk about will the guitar in the future gradually become just one instrument amongst many you know just like yeah you have pa- pianos you have cellos you have 
violins, your bassoons, whatever, and guitars, the one in there. And there was a moment, there was a heyday we look back on when for a certain amount of time, guitar was crazy popular. And then for a while afterwards, it was still this big above all the others in terms of popularity, in terms of people who played it, in terms of um, ubiquitousness on, on, on all pop music and TV and things like that. It was a while where I held on to that for a bit and that lasted decades and decades and decades and gradually, it, you know, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, it's in whatever position it's in. You know, interesting to speculate on, think about, right? But really in terms of thinking about right now and not going so speculative in, in thinking about it, um there is a sense in which okay i get it like the guitar seemed like more electronic music and stuff was taking over and basically music that didn't have guitars in such a prominent position and then you know now it seems like it's kind of maybe just even in fight back to that a lot of artists things just being like oh no that's not the case and i think that that's that's the way that it is it's not actually a comeback it's it's so much as it's more people reassessing the situation and realizing the guitar is super super prominent right now and kind of has remained so it's just changed in the way that it's prominent and it's i guess taken a new perspective and a bit of understanding to get to grips with that you know i think i think that's more how we as guitar people see having guitar around us all the time obviously we could just be like no shut up it's always been there and it's always the best we could we could do that and there's some fairness in that as well let's be honest but um if we kind of get outside our perspective to not just guitar world i think we still go well no actually it's it's not gone away and come back. It's not gone away. It's that it has changed. Let's be honest, the way that it's prominent, but it is still prominent and has continued to be so. Um, and it is just endless numbers of new, exciting artists using the guitars in all sorts of different genres and interesting ways and innovative ways and um, basically endless, endless iterations of interesting ways that they're doing it. And a lot of them are extremely popular and beloved and also around in all sorts of genres you might not expect so i think we we feel that um so i don't want to talk about it like it's the guitars come back but the the sense around the guitar from outside the guitar community is very positive right now it tends to be very positive in the guitar community so it tends to be we feel positive about it and that's why we're in the community but outside of it it's really positive right now whether we agree with the wording of hey, it's made a comeback or whatever and or think that that's basically just clickbait however we respond to that specifically we can see that hey there's a very positive light there's a there's actually just a lot of light in general being thrown on the guitar there's a lot of interest in it as an instrument right now and you see it very prevalently everywhere and, and being focused on not just being everywhere but being really focused on and um let's look at the business side of it a lot there's companies such as fender reporting this is the best year ever for them i'm hearing that from smaller companies or smaller builders saying that this year very worried about uh you know back in march and stuff when the whole situation that we're having to continue live through is uh, began to hit people were very worried about it but have actually had a lot of enthusiasm and are doing well and things are going strong and the interesting guitar and buying guitars and playing guitar is has been sustained massively and it's obviously think companies like fender doing really well a lot of that's to do with their mass manufacturing these instruments and people are have, have been turning to learn learning the guitar and turning to you know learning a new skill or a new language or whatever including learning a new instrument learning guitar in the lockdowns and stuff like that um that's definitely part of it but 
like I say, it's getting to all facets of the industry that there are some good things happening right now and a lot of interest and a lot of positivity. And so the guitar is in a good place. And I wondered if this article was another sign of that. You know, maybe it's the reason that this is coming out now is is just in this kind of cultural moment or whatever you want to call it, whether it's in this was consciously in the mind of the writer or the editors at Wired or whatever it is. Maybe they're just thinking about opening up to new markets. Sure, you know, oh, we can get more readers on our site if we open up to guitar or some other niche markets or whatever. Whatever you, however they might think of it, sure. But I think even in that, why would they turn to a guitar right now? Whether they think about this consciously or not, feels like it's just a very positive moment right now, um, despite this year being overwhelmingly not positive <laughs> in like every single way. So um, I just thought that that was maybe interesting. And I saw this review and I thought it was weird. Then I read it and I thought all the thoughts that I've talked through here about how I thought it was a really cool review and I thought it was cool to see it on why and stuff. And then as soon as I started to think about why this was appearing on here and why that was a surprise to me, but why they were, you know, pushing it and trying to advertise it to people and get it out there. I think it's maybe because it's a part of this fact that guitar seems to be doing well at the moment. People feel positive about it. And how will that last? Is that just a market thing that will dip and dive and go up and down and change? Could just be that. But I think that it's also more of a cultural thing and that the guitar is is sitting well in culture right now also outside the guitar industry and like like i say we all we all know that it's always been the case but that it's got a a good vibe and a good feel around it right now and that um interest in it is growing and uh it's sitting in a good kind of cool place in in things culture right now i wondered if this was a sign of that or whether it's purely just some kind of business move by wired to get more people reading more reviews and they go hey what do people like reviews for oh makeup well that's not really that much to do with wired oh music gear there's all this tech music gear and they're like we could do that perfect music gear we've done a bit of music gear stuff before well here we go here's we could go straight up and do do you know keyboard reviews guitar reviews um Home recording solutions reviews all this stuff yeah maybe that's what we'll see could just be that but i think specifically to get like a straight up fen review which just seems completely out of place on why to be honest with you in in my experience like i say from what i'm familiar with uh i think it's a, it's a cool sign the fact they're pushing it out there to people sponsored uh, marketing and stuff targeted marketing i think it's a sign that um part of this in the moment right now is that people are paying attention to the guitar and guitar stuff and every aspect of it including the instrument itself and the music around it and cool artists and innovation and all that stuff so anyway i thought it was a cool thing to point out maybe i'm totally wrong totally off the mark um i'm also interested in hearing that <laughs> if that's what people think but um i wondered if it fit into this very kind of even though we're in the middle of a negative year and it's very mixed and it's not like, hey, we're all super positive. It's it's, <clears throat> it's our time in, in many ways, including in many business ways. But the, the guitar seems to be doing well overall and in a cultural sense. And you're hearing that from lots of different parts of the industry and lots of different artists and things. And that I wondered if this was kind of a part of that fitting into the kind of cultural moment in that way. To the, the more people are getting interested in guitars, even people you don't expect like Wired. So anyway... Apart from possibly going checking out that article, if you're interested to see a completely non-guitar plays reviewing guitars and what that's like, because it's kind of interesting. Um, I have a music suggestion. As always, we 
want to bring it back to the music to finish with because that's the most important thing that's why we're all here and we always have an album an artist's or track or something to go and check out to go and listen to so that we're all making sure we're checking out cool music and even if it's not our kind of genre or our kind of vibe there's always something to take away from cool guitarists doing their thing this is a guitarist whose work i have talked about before and here it's a guitarist whose work i would like to talk about a hell of a lot more because it's a guitarist who is very important to me definitely um this is a different project definitely to the stuff i've talked about before um and it's something that i wanted to bring up because it only came out a couple of days ago and i've been really enjoying the vibe of particularly one this one track here that i want to point out uh so the guitarist is thomas Arak, probably most known for his work um in terms of the fall of troy but he's doing a huge amount of projects and has done across his career a, a really solid range of pro- uh, projects which kind of span quite a lot in terms of genre in terms of style um which is extremely impressive cool back catalog and i absolutely love some of his kind of some of the crazier crazier guitar stuff and um incredibly energetic high energy guitar stuff which uh is what i mentioned i've talked about actually in this podcast before however today it's something a lot more chill and man this just captures those late night kind of jam vibes and it makes sense because if you read the background on this track it turns out that's actually how this track was made so the track is promises and this is you can find this on thomas eric's Bandcamp, which is called thomas eric.bandcamp.com and it's this little two track collection that he put out uh just a couple days ago called it under the name thomas eric and the witching hour it's kind of cool you know came out on halloween fun cool thing uh and the story behind it is that these were tracks that kind of were born out of some late night jam nights that he was hosting and then they would go back to one of the guys at a home studio and collect some musicians together go back there and and kind of form the jams they were just they were just working on and into something and they made these recordings and then he discovered them years later and stuff which is a really cool story but man you can really hear it in promises like promises to me captures that um both tracks the other track consequence does as well but promises in particular i've been really enjoying it really captures that like late night vibe of a of a jam you know we have a really late late night session and you're just jamming with people and and everything just clicks and you just end up in a in kind of a moment and kind of a vibe with all the musicians there but it's got a late night relaxed feel the energy is kind of is is kind of like the evening's drawing to an end and there's these nice emotive elements to it as well you're thinking back on things thinking back on the day it's got all those feelings in it which is is super enjoyable and i think just at a time when you know we can't really get out and jam with each other um or at least not without it being heavily restricted and stuff it's 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 really enjoyable to have access to that feeling of either being in a kind of jam space late night and playing yourself or actually being in a in like a bar and watching some good musicians really vibe off each other and hit hit a cool groove and kind of come up with something it has a spontaneity about it that they've captured in the recordings which again makes sense with the story and it has this cool late night jam session um genuine vibe which also makes perfect sense with the story of how it was made it's cool i love promise as well because there's there's saxophone on it man i love sax like it's just i mean who doesn't right and you know unless you're asexual i guess then you're disinterested but it you know i think that you know you will enjoy the sax on this i think saxophone guitar just do work super well and this jam kind of 
setting where there's like the freedom of like a sax line can come over it and and there's a kind of the other musicians are setting a bedrock for it to come in and then the guitar can kind of go into lead and play off the saxophone so there's some of that in there which is i absolutely love i love the way that works it captures some different emotive qualities which the guitar plays off really nicely um and they complement each other really well in in a mix in that's in that sense but also in a musical sense so absolutely go check that out uh, like i said you can find it on thomaserak.bandcamp.com um and that's it for today so go and check out that wired article as well if you're interested um let me know any of your thoughts about you know how is the guitar doing right now um is the guitar back <laughs> and all of that all of that garbage <laughs> and um yeah you know go and enjoy the fact that lots more people seem to be talking about guitar so that's that's always a good thing right hey we're cool again all of a sudden it's taken from the 60s until now but we finally did it um <laughs> and anyway um go check out that thomas eric track go check out whatever music gets you inspired play a bunch of guitar and as always i'll catch you tomorrow